This show may contain descriptions of violent scenes, murder scenes, and curse words, which could be distressful for some listeners and may not be appropriate for young listeners. Hi, everyone. Welcome to our show, Mary Popsicle, and this is our fourth episode. I'm Angel and I'm Kathy. So in our last episode, we were talking about the plot of Legend of Zhen Huan and also called The Empress in the Palace. Yes. So if you haven't watched a palace drama before, this could be your guide to start one off. In this episode, we will talk about when Zhen Huan enters the palace, the challenges she meets just like um, different, like the structures of the concubines, the eunuchs, and why they're important, and also how Zheng Huan transited herself from a girl who loves and from a woman who empower, who only loves to power. And then what else are we going to talk about, Ijar? So we will also talk about different torches in the palace. Interesting. And then we will still talk about pretty girls. Do you remember that? Lu Cha, yeah. Yeah, so in this drama, all the concubines are pretty girls. And they're pretty high level. It's not like the one, the Japanese girl, in, it started with a kiss. So those concubines are really high leveled pretty yeah. girls. Yeah. Yeah, because in this episode, there are definitely more figures that are close to the definition of Lü Cha, or they are actually just Lü Cha for sure. Whereas in uh, our last drama that we talked about, the, it started with a kiss, we couldn't really find someone that really represent what Lü Cha means. In this drama, even Zhen Huan herself is a Lü Cha girl, I think. So yeah, so let's begin! <laughs> So, Kathy, how well do you know about the palace structure? Not much, but I've done a lot of research this time. Okay, so yeah, do you know who's the one on the top? It has to be the empress, right? Yes. So the empress is the only one in the empire home. She means to be the only wife of the emperor. Yeah. And do you know who's next? The next, um... Might be one of the consorts, the powerful consorts, the noble consort. Yeah, noble consort, that's the one. But I think there is another position between the empress and the noble consorts, which is the imperial noble consort. Oh, what is the difference? It's just one level higher. Yeah, one level higher. And normally they don't have those imperial noble consorts in the palace. There's only one position for the imperial noble consorts. Only when this emperor really, really likes her. What about the next one? What's after the imperial noble consort? So that's what you said, noble consorts. So there's only two of them. Only two, right. Oh, I will be so messed up if I'm the emperor already. I will only look at the one that I really like. And about that, the other ones, 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Noble consort, noble consort. Okay, okay, yeah. But that is more complicated than you think. As an emperor, he needs his supporters. And often these supporters come with these consorts, because the consorts' family are somehow quite powerful or rich. Is that right? Yeah. So the emperor needs some support. He need to. Go to every consort in the palace, especially the ones with powerful family background. Like, I go to you and ask your brother to help me to do something. Yeah. What about consorts? Just consorts. So consorts is one level down to the noble consorts. Yeah, and how many are there? I think only four of them. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought there could be like three thousand of them. Consorts are pretty high. Normally, a new emperor won't have a noble consort and the imperial noble consort in her first few years. Oh, so it's just the empress and the consorts. Maybe just the empress, one consort, and others. Okay, I don't even want to marry the with the emperor. He's so old. He's like my granddad. Think about it. The emperor needs to wait until his father die and then take the place of the emperor. But however, how about the old emperor never died? He just need to wait and wait, wait forever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sad. So what's after the consorts? Okay, so next level down. Is the imperial concubines? So there's only six of them. Ah, okay. So now coming to the concubines, and then the noble ladies, and from here will be unlimited number of them. So you can have thousands, millions of the, the the noble ladies in the palace. This is when the emperor gets three thousands of them. And what about next? So the next is the first class female attendant. The attendant means if the emperor needs you, you just be there all the time. The attendant just come to you. Flight attendant just come to you, ask you if you have, if you need a drink or or so. And then second class female attendant. Second class just means economy. <laughs> yeah, economy. As a girl who going to the examination to the forbidden city. I think they start with a elegant lady. Oh, there's even one down below. Okay. Yeah, which means the emperor haven't touched you yet. Oh right, you're just an amateur one in the palace. Okay. Yeah. So looking from that, there are about like nine ranks in the imperial harem. That's so many. Yeah, and they are like the top ladies in. The entire country. Oh, sure. Well, they got examinations, so they exam their bodies, their manners, their voice. Oh, oh my God! That's like objectifying a girl. That's what's happening in imperial societies. Yeah, polygyny. So I think in that kind of like imperial society, ladies or girls just get so. Objectifying into this imperial palace, women don't really have a place. Women really don't have their uniqueness or sometimes even dignity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what these poor girls have to do is get the notice by the emperor and win his favor. 
So the, the way that the concubines make themselves important is to have sons, is to have descendants. Yeah, sons or even daughters. Do daughters even matter? The princess in the palace is for married to a, another country. That's like taking that's like getting the princess to be a hostage mm, yeah but in a fancy word like married to the king gender equality let's keep reminding ourselves lucky how we are not in that time anymore True. so yeah and the prince will be left in the palaces the prince will fight for inheritances, fight for the rights to be the next king. So for the concubines, the mothers of prince, they have to try really hard to help their boys to get the emperor's seat. If the old emperor died, his concubines should die for him. Yeah, they will be put in the same grave. So they bury together. So Zheng Huan, she actually enters the palace and as a elegant lady who hasn't been touched and then i think she went through second class female attendant that's economy class and then first class she actually went through this all the way up to the concubine to the consorts and then when the the emperor died she was at the position of noble consorts so she didn't get imperial noble consort or the empress yes but she's still alive to the end yeah and um, in history when uh, she dies the her son actually gives her a title of empress okay and then so when she's moving up of course she meets a lot of challenges and then one there there's a important role that helps her that's the servants in the palace they are like the ears of winds because they hear everything and then they sometimes will tell you something like the spies really yeah those are the best people to ask for information even though they control most information in the palace they still remain to be the servants male servants we call it the eunuchs the reason why we call them eunuchs because they're quite interesting. They're male, but not quite. Yeah, they're like the third gender, third biological gender. Well, we're not saying that it's not good, but they didn't choose to become in that place. So Unix refers to a specific male group that have removed their testicles. In China, they were the slaves of a royal family. Of course, this happens in India, I think in Greece as well. Mongolia, maybe? Yeah, Mongolia, and many of the important positions were actually taken by the eunuchs. Like the person who records all the history, or like the one who go down to go down to India, Southeast Asians, and then he brings back a lot of cultural things from, from those countries. And different species. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was quite interesting. And then this was not done by a someone in in a higher position, not done by the ministers, but just you know, just done by a eunuch. The ministers they don't want to take the risk; they might die in the halfway, so they just send a servant. 
Yeah, that could probably be why. Uh, this unit called Zhenghe, he was hugely respected in China. Things that he found were actually kept in, like, the, the history were actually kept in till today. Yeah. But think about if Zhenghe didn't alive until the end. Nobody will remember him. Yeah, because there must be hundreds of thousands of new unique to take the job. But Zhenghe is the lucky one who are alive to the end. True. Yes. Yeah. The reason why they have these eunuchs in the palace because they are going to serve the emperor's concubines. Yeah, that's an important reason why they remove their testicles. So from this drama, we can see that one eunuch always follows the emperor wherever he goes. He follows, and then. This uh, eunuch always have a shrill or a feminine sound. It's like Huang Shang, that kind of sound. Huang Shang. <laughs> um, it may be show that he loses his male parts. But he's the manager of it. He's like the manager of all eunuchs. So powerful. He probably knows all the informations. So. The history of the eunuchs actually, just like what you said, it's like they appeared just for guarding the beds, so and they make sure that they don't have sex with the concubine, and then so they need to like remove by removing them. It's like protecting the royal blood, make sure that all the descendants were the products of the emperor, and then also another saying is like if. A male removes its testicles. It actually keeps them rational, so they don't think about sex and it only focus in their work. Yeah, like how to serve the emperor, the concubines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the the idea of getting eunuchs in palace actually appeared three thousand years ago, three thousand or even. Even earlier, and then they even have characters for for the word cast castration. And if you want to know that character, we'll put it on our social media. So please follow. That time, the word castration looks exactly like a penis on the left side and a knife on the right side. <laughs> I was so surprised when I found this. I'm like, whoa! <laughs> Isn't these shouldn't? Yeah, I was like, shouldn't these things be censored? Well, not that time in China. I mean, thousand years ago. Oh, yeah, maybe thousand years ago, people don't really wear stuff. Well, maybe they're just pretty open. Open-minded, <laughs> so the society gets more conservative、mm-hmm. by the time.、Mm, that could be. Yeah. And when you think about the eunuchs, they don't want to remove their part, but why do they do that? It's so cruel. Well, if you are born from a really poor family, the parents had no choice. To send their male children to palace to be a servant or a female one to be a maid 
they really don't willing to, especially their sons, because in old time China, offsprings is like the K for a family. And uh, they face to death because, you know, as a palace, they got different kind of tortures to punish the servants. It could be any reason. True. So we don't know. And then once you enter the palace, you pretty much cut off all your family connections because you don't have chance to visit them anymore. So, and if you do, if you do something wrong, there are different ways of torturing that's done to you. Even if you haven't made any mistake, maybe your master just don't feel good, you know. And you still could be punished. Yeah. What are the ways, Ijo? Do you know about them? There's different ways for these poor servants. So the lightest are copying the palace rules. So you just copy the rules. That reminds me of my primary school, where I'm just like copying the poetry for, you know, five times and copying or A, B, C, D, the uh, alphabets for five times. But I think copying rules is not common for the servants because most of the servants, they don't learn much and educated. Yeah, I think most of them are illiterate, like they can't read. I think copying rules and these types are more used on the concubines. And what else on the concubines? Kneel down for two hours maybe or five hours for a long time. Kneel down for even longer. Normally the kneel down coming up with the slapping on the face. <laughs> oh, self-slapping. What else? So in the lightest level, there's grounded or even they don't pay you the weights for those months. Meditation and kneel down to the Buddha. So that's the lightest. And then jump to the next level. There will be canning. Uh, hit you with sticks. Yeah. And another one is reduce your, your ranks, your title. And sometimes they put you in the doghouse, so which we talked about from last episode. So the cult palace. If, if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to our third episode. Mm-hmm. And then there's, if you're a concubine, there is an opportunity to put you to a mate. Oh, that's a big one. Yeah. And then the super heavy one will be yi zhang hong. So yeah, so yi zhang means 10 inches. In literal translation is 10 inches red. I think in the American version of this drama, they translate it into the scarlet red. So hong is red. The reason why it it has red at the end is because the other eunuchs will bank on you for unlimited times until not just you bleed but you your bones are broken the your the flesh and the blood are mixed together coming out and then it looks so red so that's this is why it calls uh, 10 inch red it's because of that or the scarlet red yeah and then if the emperor is super angry, they can gently give you a death. A death. Oh, thank you. Thank you for giving me a death. So for the concubines, normally the death means suicide. So that's why they have to appreciate the emperor. Give them a whole body when they're dead. Yeah, so no matter what the emperor gives you, doesn't matter if it's gold 
will give you rank or give you death, you have to say thank you, Emperor. Even if you die, you want to die in completeness. You don't want to die in different ways. You want to die with dignity. Normally, they use a white silk. You think there's something really elegant, but no, that's for hanging. You do do it on yourself. So the rule is you do it on yourself, right? And for some people in lower ranks, they do suffocation, right? Suffocation is is a normal rope. Yeah, like those thick ropes. And the last one, uh, probably the most easiest one is to give you a generally give you a potion, <laughs> so you can die without pain. Oh, thank you for your potion of medicine. That's so gentle. What what are these medicines? Do you know about them? So first one is the most popular. It's called He Ding Hong. So that's a crane crane top red. Yeah, crane top red. But there's nothing to do with crane. Cause you know the um you know the saying of 驾鹤西天 Yeah, 鹤 leads you to heaven. Yeah, and. It's quite respected in Chinese culture, and what it actually is is called arsenic trioxide. So only high-ranked people are allowed to use those kind of thing. Poisons are quite expensive. So euthanasia only possible to high-ranked people. So let's come back to Zhen Huan. Why did Zhen Huan? So, what happened to Zhen Huan that makes Zhen Huan become a Girl with full of innocence to what she has become in the end. Remember how we talked about a grantee girl in last drama. In in this drama, it's not just grantee. It's next level up. Ah,、uh, so grantee. Not grantee, but in China we call them 心机婊心机 I think it means scheming. Like you have so many thoughts and tricks in your mind. That's what 心机 means, right? So we call that kind of girl scheming bitch. They they don't have a choice. They have to survive in the palace. Yeah, if you are too innocent, soon you'll be removed. You you'll die because of other concubines. The jealousy. Hmm. Yeah. 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 It's so scary. They can put poisons in your food or like using different herbs on in your rooms. Yeah. Even you yeah using other animals like. Cat. Oh yeah, cats. I think I see it somewhere, and then the cats will just you know scream on you, causing different miscarriages. So that's how high level grantee do. Yeah, and that's why Junhuang becomes to a grantee girl. Well, no one wants to become a grantee when they enter the palace, but once they they get the emperor's favor, someone will be jealous of the one who always gets the favor from the royal, from the king. To drag you down. Dragging you down doesn't mean that I'm up. Dragging you down just because I'm not in favored. You're not in favored. I don't feel so jealous about it. But the high level ones, they will bring up herself and at the same time drag you down. Hmm, that's the smart ones. It's just super dangerous to live in the palace for other concubines. They have to survive and to protect their their child, their children.
yeah to become a green tea girl so green tea girl so you see here is like this drama is a bit different so all the other love story dramas they always portray someone as a green tea girl just like someone is have so many tricks someone uh ask don't directly ask for something but indirectly hinting you that i want this one and this one they they don't do it they just like they justify these green tea girls as a way to protect themselves. That's a new perspective. Yeah, they have no choice. And one thing for Zhen Huan is really interesting that she has a family friend called Wen Shichu. So he is a royal doctor in the palace in order to survive in the palace. So, but Wen Shichu often comes to Zhen Huan to check on her. Yeah. And when Zhen Huan wants wants something from Wen Shichu, like informations or want some medicine, he was like so innocent, pretend to be so innocent and like Shichu Ge Ge. So Ge Ge is like brother. Shichu Ge Ge, I want this. Can you get me that? And then when she doesn't need something, she'll be like Wen Da Ren. That means Wen Doctor Wen. Yeah, that means Doctor Wen. It's, there's a contrast between um, Zhen Huan's attitude when she needs something and when she doesn't. Which makes her 100% green tea in the palace. Yeah, yeah. So this drama is very, very complicated. For those of you who don't really know about the palace structure or the Chinese culture, it might take you a while to understand. Yeah, when you go to the behind scenes, you won't even think about little hidden details, like so many details in that. Yeah, there are actually so many uh, hidden surprises for you to discover. And we will put some of the behind scenes stories next week on our social medias. And the characters that we talked about, about Unix, we'll also put that on. So if you're interested, just come to our Facebook or Instagram, leave a comment about this episode on our YouTube channel. We'll get back to you. So Kathy, what flavor do you think is this popsicle? So the taste of blood? <laughs> but I think it's too direct because the, the fight between the concubines in the palace is not blood. It's something like it looks good but tastes terrible. Mm, so what what will be the food that looks good that, but tastes terrible? The poppy flavor. The poppy? Poppy, yes. The flower is poisonous. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. That's an accurate representation. It looks so beautiful. But it's poisoned. Yeah, that kind of, that kind of flavor. So yeah, so this is the end of the episode. I hope you enjoyed. Thanks for listening in. And we'll see you in our next one. See ya. Bye. Bye. <laughs>